What up, what up, what up, beautiful people? You know what it is, another beautiful day. It's your boy, Kiana Banks in the building. I'm here, you here, we here. You know how we do. Anyways, man, this topic for today is, uh, I guess you'd call it Wellness Wednesday. Um, but I absolutely wanted to talk about, to some degree, as best I can, uh, mental health of men uh grown men if that makes it even whatever even if that matters i don't think it matters young boys grown men but i feel like a lot of times uh as men our emotions and our mental state is brushed off overlooked um unheard and this is not on some oh victim all this that it's like yo at the end of the day, we're human too, and we have emotions and we have mental battles from childhood situations, um, from from societal norms and pressure, and it's easy to be on social media and make it look like everything is great or these are my highlights. I always call it the highlight reel. These are the highlight reels. And I'll tell people, don't be fooled by the highlights. Yes, I can make it's like watching a game. You don't see all the ins and outs and what goes on versus if you just watch the highlights, right? The highlights make everything look perfect. You don't see the low lights. And it's the same when you're dealing with men, when you're dealing with people who have emotions and in in battles, inner battles, and feel like they can't be heard or they have to uh you know submerge these feelings within themselves because you know from an early age we're taught and and maybe not all but like you know I grew up in a military family with a military father and 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 rest in peace to my dad I love him to death but like you know you're told not to cry and and don't you know what I'm saying don't really show your feelings and say with your chest and be a man. And now you're not a man if if you show an emotion or you're not an alpha male if you don't never cry. Like all these things that are like, yo, how did we get here? So then later in life, it's like a, a internal volcano. You know what I mean? You might see, you might hear stories of how it could happen. It may erupt. It may not or whatever. And, you know, it's real. Like, we have emotions and, and things that we don't always talk about because we're so used to just being shut down or told you're weak if you show an emotion or you try to share how you feel. So in the same regards with uh, transparency and being vulnerable, um, I believe that there is a lot of us out there, out here in life living that are absolutely hurt and feel unheard and, and misunderstood to the utmost degree. And it's up to us because we have to do the inner work. I'm not looking for someone else to make that happen. I'm just saying that it's a real thing. And so, you know, the, 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 the mindset and the, the, the goal of wanting to be a provider and a protector if you will you know there's a lot that comes with that that doesn't mean we can't handle it but sometimes it's like yo 
you know what it feels like to just be unheard? Like, well, you matter of fact, you can even say what it is, and it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter how you feel. Who cares? So what? Get over it. Move on. That's the mindset. Move on. Get over it. So what? Get over it. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because there's a couple of reasons, actually. Um, You know, in all beauty and loveliness, I recently had a conversation with my grandmother, my dad's mom, who was just a ray of light. Like, whenever I talk to her, it's like nothing else in the world matters. Her laugh is infectious. Her energy is just vibrant. And, you know, like I said, I lost my father to colon cancer uh, 10 years ago, maybe 12 now, maybe it's 12 years now. And, um, you know, he was relatively young in his late 50s. But, you know, there was a lot of things that we never talked about, in, in, uh, especially on that side of the family or whatever. But it was interesting because she called me to wish me a happy late birthday and all that. And um, every time I get on the phone with her, it's so crazy because she'll be like, man, you sound just like your your dad. And so, like, you know, that's her son. And she can hear him in me, you know what I mean? And uh, anyways, we're having this conversation. And she just started telling me stuff that my dad had told her that he want what he wanted to do uh for myself and my sister I have an older sister and um you know and and just his mindset from when he was younger and I feel like sometimes maybe other people do but in my family I'm like we don't really have these conversations a lot and so I'm just sitting on the phone and you know we went through laughing and joking and catching up on life and uh she's just telling me how like he just you know, your, your your dad from when he was younger, he he always said he just wanted to, you know, work really hard and, and get a house and, and have a family and, you know, have a certain type of car, have a car, whatever. But he really just wanted to provide and, and, and be that safety net for a family, like have a couple of kids. So I'm listening to her and, you know, we got on a topic of later in life because I used to live in Miami and my dad would come multiple times over the years and go on cruises and she was just telling me how one of his biggest goals was to go on a cruise with me and my sister um like like on some family stuff and 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 what he was doing behind the scenes that i never really knew or heard about um you know i believe that my dad made pretty good money and he lived in germany for those who don't know um, my parents divorced when I was 13 and my dad remarried. So my stepmom is German and he had a house built over there and all this stuff. But she basically was saying my dad was working his tail off and even doing extra stuff and putting money aside because he had this goal of going on this cruise. And she's like, when your dad put your mind, his mind to something, he does it. And she goes, you know, and that's how you are. And and so I'm just listening in 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 an all transparency. Uh it's kind of weird, but only my left side, like I was tearing up and there was tears, but they were only coming out my left eye. 
which I don't know if that means a thing or not. Somebody could Google it, I guess, and tell me about it. But just hearing that was like, wow, because I always I knew that he cared, but I didn't know at what level, and I didn't know how much uh, we meant to him because my parents divorced. And, and you know, uh, for a lot of the years, our conversations were very surface and how you doing and okay, I'm fine and this and that. And, you know, later in life, we definitely bonded on a deeper level, but to hear it come from his mom and, and even to hear her say, you know, you know, like I, I, I wasn't supposed to technically bury my son. It should be the other way around. And so she hears a lot and sees a lot in me that I didn't realize Aside from the physical, I look like my dad or whatever, but that traits that I have that he had. And I'm just quiet. And she kept saying, are you okay? And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm okay. I'm just listening because so much wisdom, right? Like, like, and I'm guilty of this too, but it's like, yo, how do we get away from talking to our elders and respecting our elders? I feel like there's a huge disconnect there, um, at least in my life. but. Anyways, so I'm thinking about that, and and, and my mindset is more like, man, you know, our parents did and do the best they can with the information they had and with whatever was going on at the time. And I think when we're younger, you look at them as, like, invincible, and they know everything, and, 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 and then you realize that they're just trying to figure out this thing called life, too. And I realized that my dad was trying to do way more than I thought he was even doing because I didn't know about it. It wasn't something talked about. Um, and, and and it made me think like, wow, you know, this dude was really doing whatever it took because he wanted to create some lifelong experiences, some priceless things. And here I am, you know, years later not even knowing that and you know i co-host a retreat in greece like and maybe it's not the exact same but it's like ah, oh, maybe that's where that came from where it's like you want to do stuff for people and you want to work hard to be able to provide and do certain things and so aside from that and that was you know the conversation with my grandma and it was just powerful to me like it was very emotional but it was very beautiful to hear her talk about the things that he would tell her because I never heard them. Or maybe I just heard them on the surface level um, where she had a deeper connection and, and he was way more open with her. And so she just kept saying, you know, your dad loved you guys and he cared about y'all so much. And he was always proud. And, you know, these these uh, reassurances that we all need. Um but to fast forward, so I'm watching this uh, podcast called I Am Athlete. And if y'all haven't seen it, you need to definitely tune in to multiple episodes. However, recently I watched an episode with the uh, ex-NBA star Michael Beasley. And at first I was kind of like the dudes on the show. Like, oh man, Michael Beasley. By the way, I used to live in Miami. I remember seeing this dude in the club sometimes and he wasn't really like a party dude. Like he was just there, but he wasn't there. You know what I mean? But I remember that. Um, and anyways, 
So I'm like, oh, Michael Beasley, let me check it out. Because I had watched another one with, uh, oh, my God, who was the other one? It was really good, too. Oh, with uh, J.R. Smith. I have to do a whole other podcast about that because he was dropping some gems. And I absolutely respect and appreciate his mindset. Uh, but anyways, I watched this show because a lot of times these other shows, these mainstream or what I call lamestream media shows, like to paint these athletes in a certain picture and as fans or whatever on the outside we just go with it right we don't question nothing we don't care we just run with it how it is and 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 then we prejudge or assume and think we know and we really don't know these people like that we don't know what they go through we don't know what they have to deal with so it's great now that these athletes are podcasting and telling real stories like i listen to it for the stories and the mindset just to see like oh this is what really goes on because even that's highlights and smoke and mirrors right so anyhow so michael beasley is on this show and i think they're going to talk about basketball and this and that and it got so cold and i mean that energetically um initially and the amount of pain and the amount of of guardedness that he was displaying like i was like engaged like yo this dude been through it i mean his story alone you have to go listen to his story alone should probably give you chills and so when people say they come from nothing or they came out from the mud or they got out to like it'd be some real bad situations some real like you can't believe it and then you think about it like someone comes from nothing into making millions and i remember he was talking about like everybody around him you know everybody stole from him they took money and some people say well that's his fault you should nah man when you come from nothing and now you got million, like you don't know what you don't know but i respect his vulnerability, even though I don't think that he realizes how many people he inspired or touched or whatever just from being on that podcast because you could tell he was so guarded and he'd been so hurt. This dude don't trust nobody. Like, I make little videos and joke and say I got trust issues, which I do. However, this was a whole other level. And it was like, no matter what these brothers were saying, his guard, his wall was up. It was like a shield. Like, no, bing, bing, I'm going to block that. I'm going to block that. I'm not trying to hear none of that. And I felt him when one point in the podcast, he just, I mean, he, I mean, there was a time where he was in tears. And shout out to him. And this is what I mean, right? Like, we think, like, dudes ain't supposed to have emotion, which is crazy. Like, where does this come from? Like, why do we have to be, like, ro- can you imagine just living life with zero emotions? And then you get the pressure of, like, well, if you show emotion, you're weak and you're bu-. It's like, yo, you know how strong you got to be to go on a, a nationally or globally watched podcast? And actually start opening up 
like stuff from your past or your childhood and cry, even though you probably didn't want to, you probably didn't go in with that mindset, but to show that, man, it was so powerful. But in one part, and he said, I'm tired, bro. When I tell you that hit my soul, I'm like, yo. And I ain't never had millions and whatever. That's why I be trying to tell me. It don't, it don't matter. I don't know why people think because someone makes millions of dollars that all their problems are solved. That everything goes away magically or easily. And that's not the case. But when he said that, man, it was like, yo, I feel you in my own way. And there got to be other men, whether they want to admit it or not, out there who feel the same way. Are we allowed to be tired? Can we not be tired? And I mean that from an emotional, mental standpoint. Forever treated like, yo, your feelings don't matter or what you think. Does, like, and then, and then people wonder why. We lash out or or, or, or or we stay silent on certain things. Because we have a war going on in our heads already about stuff. And now you add this element of, you know, social media and you see these different things. And it's like, yo, like it can make you feel like you're not good enough. Now, I know that's a self-work thing. I know that's an inner engineering thing. But it's still a reality. You still get checked sometimes, and it's not about the stuff. But it is about the 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 quote unquote societal norm or the narrative that have been created. Well, you ain't sugar honey iced tea. That's an acronym for y'all that don't know. Figure it out. If you don't have X, Y, and Z, and you ain't sugar honey iced tea, if if you can't do this, this, and this. And then it's like, so, on top of everything else, we got to always be on or feel like there ain't no safe space or there ain't no, there's nowhere where you can be vulnerable or be transparent with how you really feel. And I'm watching this dude literally have a breakdown. And it shows that yeah, mental health is real. It shows that we definitely need to be having more conversations about how we feel. Because I watched this man try to fight this thing. I think the episode is only like 48 minutes, where some episodes is like two hours. But shout out to the brothers on there, Brandon Marshall, Fred Taylor, and I forgot the other dude's name that's on there. Because them are some real dudes. And I think that's the power behind, you know, these athletes coming together or just men and people coming together in, in general because they was like, hey, bro, whatever you need. And he made it clear, bro, I ain't trying to be in the clubs. I'm not trying to party. All I want to do is play basketball. It's all I want to do. And they like, bro, you got to be able to do something else. He like, nah. That dude said, I don't even leave the house. Like, I don't go nowhere. I'll be with my daughters. Which is commendable. 
But they like, bro, we got kids too. We'll come to your house and 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 and, and bring, you know what I'm saying, and get the, the big fun, whatever, the bounce house and all that stuff. And he's like, nah, you could just tell he's like, yo, so many people cross me. Bro, I don't, I don't, I don't trust y'all like that. I don't know. But it was good to see them say, hey, bro, we don't got to do all the extras. We just want to chill with you. We just want to be with you and show you that there's real people. There's genuine people out here that got your back or want to be around you and show you something different. Because when you get scarred like that, and I can't even imagine at the level he got scarred with everybody taking his money and, and the media calling him this, that, and the third. And he just like, bro, I can't handle all of that when your whole life is in the spotlight. You know what I mean? We all got stuff. We all got skeletons. We all got problems. It's just all our problems ain't just out on the forefront for someone else to create a narrative behind it and act as if their opinion is gospel. So, if you guys haven't checked it out, I highly recommend you check out the episode with uh, Michael Beasley because it gave me a whole different respect for that dude. It gave me a whole different respect for, you know, the brothers on there. Um, you know, me and my my circle of friends, you know, we're not famous and that's not the goal. But it's like, man, we 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 have real conversations and when we do, it's it's heartfelt. So I'm even appreciating that even more because we really won't do it a lot. And then when we start to do it, we kind of open up a little and then we're like, oh man, we need to do this more. And then we don't because we just reclusive and we go back into our shells. We go back into protective mode. You know what I'm saying? Or what we or what we've been convinced is protective mode. And really we 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 need to free ourselves <laughs> from ourselves. Uh you know what I mean? And, and so, man, shout out to Michael Beasley and shout out to the I am I am athlete podcast, cause they be dropping some gems on there, and I definitely didn't see that coming, but I wanted to touch on that because our mental health matters. And I know that I have my own internal wars, my own internal battles that I deal with, um, even though you know people probably don't see it or whatever, and, and I fight those too. To be like, man, people really don't, you know, I know people care, but there's this feeling like, man, people really don't care. And it's it's working to break that mentality. And that episode was just confirmation of like, man, I might be guarded, but this dude got a super guard, but he started to let it down, which is progress. And that's how things are. I feel like people don't want to work on stuff anymore. People don't want to work. There's a lot going on in the world. And just because you speak to something doesn't make you uh, a victim. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't make you, um, you know, being offended or whatever. It's like, yo, there's a lot of pressure that comes with all this, especially being a black man. And if you if that triggers you in some way, well, ask yourself why. It doesn't matter. I'm telling you the truth. It's a 100,000 degrees or percent of of stuff that people can't even fathom a lot of the time. 
But then when you have the mindset or you've been taught that you can't express it or you better not show it or don't talk about it, just deal, just deal with it. That's what you do. You figure it out. You deal with it. You figure it out. You deal with it. Yeah. But how do you deal with it? How do you get it out so that you can operate from a better mental health standpoint? You know what I mean? And so instead of this narrative that's still, you know, you got to be strong and not care and this and it's so dysfunctional. So I don't know. Anyways, we're going to take a break real quick. We'll be right back and uh, we'll wrap this thing up. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Be back right after this. Holla at your boy. What up, beautiful people? Back in the building. So, anyways, we're gonna wrap this thing up. But um, I wanted to say too that and I don't have all the answers and all the solutions, but uh, I do think coming together and having a tight inner circle matters. I think uh, getting people around you that you can be honest and vulnerable with matters. And I know it's hard because we don't trust, uh, especially if you you've been like I said, you've been scarred or or you're used to, you know, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm used to people dangling things over my head saying, oh, I if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have this or I did this and you wouldn't be there. And so you just you you naturally get into this. I'm going to do it myself or I'll just do it by myself or I'll just be by myself mindset. And then, you know, there, there's there's growth and there's beauty in spending time with you. But there's also the side of like, hey, you need help or you need someone who you can vent to that's not going to go run and tell the peanut gallery or someone, someone that you know that you can just confide in and vice versa. Or maybe a couple people. I don't know. But from watching the show, it just seemed like. You know, these guys were 110% genuine in how they move. And you can see, I know, because they're NFL or ex-NFL or professional athletes, there's the quote-unquote brotherhood. But we need that in real life, What you know, whether you're professional or not. And I also think that people need, um, you know, men need to find positive outlets. Because, and I'm not knocking anybody, so, uh, you know, if you get offended by what I'm saying or about to say, and yeah, that's on you. But, you know, something different from just drinking or smoking or, or if there's some type of drug, like trying to drown the reality or trying to hide from the reality. Because those things are easy to obtain and acquire, but it doesn't help you get to the root of the issue and pull the root out. Um but we're all guilty of it where you just like, man, I'm going to just sip something. It's been a rough day or a rough week or whatever. Uh, you know, for me, working out is therapeutic. Lifting weights is therapeutic. Doing hit training or boxing is there. Sometimes I'll go to my coach say, hey, man, I need to, we got to turn up today. I just need to get it out. And I might not say what it is. He just say, say less. And we go harder than we normally would. Um, and sometimes I just need to be around masculine energy and and a vibe and just say hey man hey it's like me and one of my boys this this uh this brother named glenn you know what i'm saying big old swole dude you know what i'm saying we vibe in the same gym he's a bodybuilder positive energy he calls me fire he's like you're the fire i'm the lightning and 
we got this whole little routine thing we do when, when we see each other in the gym. And we always dap each other up and give each other a hug. But you could tell it's a real hug, like, yo, that's what's up. So no matter what's going on in my personal life, something seemingly so small or even entertaining to others, you know, it it changes. Like, the energy is just like, boom, there it is, like some positive energy. And so I'm not saying that everybody go to go work out because, you know, I'm a fitness professional. But I'm saying I've learned in life that it's helped me get through a lot of things. Um, and people need to find things. I don't know. Maybe it's hiking. I also like to play basketball, whether it's basketball, sport, uh, um, whatever, just something positive outlet, you know, that 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 you can go to, even if it's just sitting in silence or I listen to a lot of like meditative stuff or, you know, personal development, reading, whatever it is to have some type of other information come through your ears to drown out the loud, negative, um, mental voices that sometimes are in our heads. Like it's real. And you know, sometimes it's like, yo, I'm questioning everything. And here I am watching this this guy who was just having a, like, you know, it was a literal, it was a, whether he cried physical tears or not, it was a cry for help. And whether he realized it or not, it was necessary. And it wasn't just necessary for him it was necessary for other people like me and whoever's listening to this, or if you go watch it, for you to see and feel the amount of uh, tension that was there and the amount of pain that he was trying to hold back from years and years of suppressing his pain and his reality. Like It's like, I don't even know that dude. And all I wanted to do was give him a hug, like a for real brotherly, like, yo, man, like, ain't nothing, probably nothing I can even do for this. Bro, we got you, like, as a a community, as a fan, like, bro, we got you. Because you don't, it's not that, oh, he cried and he looks with, no, it's like, man, this brother is hurting on a level that you don't see often. Most people mask their pain with false confidence and I'm going to be loud and obnoxious or I'm going to just be funny and make a joke. I know it's one of my defense, man. I'll try to make a joke out of something. I need something to laugh at. That's my other therapy is laughter. I go to comedy shows. I need to laugh. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I know that there's real issues going on. And I feel like, and I could be wrong or whatever, I could be misinformed, but I feel like as men and especially as black, so-called black men, it's just like, ah, so what? Deal with it. Ah, get over it. Ah, just deal with it. And that's not always easy, an easy pill to swallow. And I don't think that that has to be the reality. 
So it'll be interesting moving forward to see what transpires uh, with these brothers and Michael Beasley. I would love for them to do another episode in, I don't know, three months, six months, or whenever they can, and, and bring him back on. And hopefully, you know, they've been able to hang out, go to his house and their kids and his kids. I mean, you're literally breaking down generational curses, if you will. The man said he just be in the house with his dog. He don't go nowhere. He don't mess with people. That don't mean you got to be surrounded by hundreds of people and whatever. But it's like, man, can you imagine if they start hanging out or they, you know, I think they were talking about doing like a barbecue and this and that. And then his girls become really good friends with the other football players, you know, families and their kids. And then they're more like family. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it just changes the energy. It just changes the dynamic. And sometimes you have to be shown that there are great people or positive, genuine, good people in your corner who don't want nothing from you monetarily. They just want you to help you add to your happiness, which you have to find on your own, which is a whole nother inside job. But they can add to your happiness. And they can add to showing you how beautiful things can be when the right type of people come together. And so, yeah, sometimes, man, every 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 body or a lot of people have to get removed from your life for you to see, like, oh, I needed to deal with me, and I need to, and I think I don't know this, but just watching him, I think that was his moment, even though it was recorded and whatever. Because who would have known what have happened had he never went on that show? The amount of like I'm an empath, so I feel, but the 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 the, the amount of tension, the amount of energy, and and how easily he was just like deflecting these guys. Like, nah, bro, you can't do that. Or nah, I don't trust people like that. Or I don't rock with people. It was like, man, somebody, somebody or somebody's hurt him bad. And so later when he talked about how everyone stole from him, man, of course you're going to be guarded. I haven't even been on that level financially and I'm guarded in ways just from things that have happened in the fitness industry that I'm still dealing with. But I ain't the only one dealing with it. And so things are more common than we think and we assume that we're alone in our thinking, but we're not. The problem is we're not vulnerable enough. We're not, uh, yeah, we don't feel safe enough to really put it out there and, and, and to believe that someone else will have our best interests at heart or can help us get past that. So we just keep it to ourselves. Keep a lot of things to myself. A lot of things. And there's a lot of thoughts and issues and whatever. And I'm a work in progress like anybody else, so I'm working on it. But that episode was a great reminder of how how mental health is a very important thing in our community and you know it doesn't have to be some lashing out uh you know spastastic something somebody said and then you think something's wrong with them this was probably one of the most heartfelt most genuine deep conversations that you don't see coming that transpired between four amazing kings i think there was four of them on there four or five and, 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 you know, 
just watching them trying to troubleshoot and, and bring positive solutions to the situation at hand because even they were caught off guard. Like, bro, I thought we was about to talk about basketball and joking and whatever. So it was right on time. And so my prayers and everything goes out to all of them, and especially Michael Beasley or any one of y'all, because you don't have to be a quote-unquote celebrity or famous or none of that. You know what I mean? My prayer goes out to anybody out there that's fighting the mental game because that's a real war. And, you know, it's for us to decide how and when we're going to fight back. And, and, and so, anyways, man, if y'all get a chance, check out I Am Athlete. Uh, check out that episode. The episode with J.R. Smith is great. I'll probably talk about that another day. Um, I just watched the episode with Fat Joe that I think was phenomenal. Uh, but I'm not going to make every podcast about I Am Athlete, but it's a great podcast. So, anyways, man, I appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. If you ever want to contact or follow me you can follow me on instagram at arsenal by kenyatta so that's a-r-s-e-n-a-l-b-y-k-e-n-y-a-t-t-a follow me on the gram find me on youtube or you can check out my website kenyatta banks arsenal.com um but yeah man we keep these podcasts rolling and i appreciate y'all for tuning in about to get out of here so peace love and fire ants. And shout out the palm trees. You know how we do. <laughs>